This is NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. NTL Now is brought to you by Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. Now let's join the host of NTL Now, along with Joe Carrion, here's Shane Wilbur. It's a new day in Northern Tier League sports as we bring to you the first ever episode of Northern Tier League Now, and we are on location here at NTL Football Media Day from the club at Shepherd Hills in Waverly, New York. I'm Shane Wilbur. Joe Carrion is here with me today as well. And as we begin this podcast, we are also happy to be joined by Ed Weaver of Circle W Sports. Ed has done a great job of helping us out with the technical aspects, making sure we were ready to go for this new beginning in NTL Sports. Joe Carrion, I'm going to start with you. We've talked about this now for about nine months, and finally the beginning of NTL now is here. Tell us, how excited are you to get this thing going? Oh man, I've been looking forward to this for months. Well, I mean, when we first talked about this in the wintertime, I've been jonesing to get this going so i'm just i'm excited that ntl media day is finally here i feel like sports are this is the day to me where sports really just kicks off for the season i know that a lot of people are sad that winter's coming but i love this day this this gets me going i'm super excited right now ntl media day definitely going to be fun and uh to have uh, kind of the start of football season definitely a positive but we know we do want to emphasize you know this isn't going to be a podcast just focused on football you know we've got all the other ntl sports and stuff we're going to cover along the way it just seemed like uh, when we were talking about this circling the calendar for ntl football media day just seemed like the perfect day to do this and of course uh, ed a big help uh, with you on the technical side of things really helped make this happen that we are indeed able to go uh, for NTL Media Day. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're we're glad to um, you know to be uh, partnering with you guys and you know doing this. I know when you pitched me the idea back you know in summer here. I mean, I was all for it. You know, anything that we could do to you know help promote um, the Northern Tier League and all its sports and all the student athletes that we have. You know, it's it's just a great you know platform and it's a great medium you know to enhance our coverage and you know what I've been trying to do you know with the NTL sports website since we really started it so no I mean I think it's great for our area it's great for the teams it's great for the kids so Circle W Sports is all for it. Of course uh, you know the first couple of episodes you know we are going to have uh, a primarily uh, football uh, aspect to it just because I mean with Football Media Day you have an opportunity to get so much audio and uh, Joe we are going to be uh, actually joined uh, by a lot of the teams and everything else here. So uh, we'll have a lot of uh, player and coach interviews coming up here over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I think it's really going to be good. I Stay tuned because I think this is going to be one of the most comprehensive breakdowns you're going to get on the football season to date. So lots of good analysis coming up. Stay tuned. But like I said, and like Shane has said, after these next few weeks, we're really going to get dive headfirst into soccer, cross country, volleyball. It's, it's going to be good stuff. And what's going to be great about this uh, podcast today is episode one. Hey, we've already got uh, an interview coming up a little bit later on with uh, the head coach. And by my, by head coach, 
I mean, the uh, pretty much uh, legend of the Northern Tier League, you know, the most tenured coach in the league. We're going to talk with North Penn Mansfield's uh, Tom Dickinson coming up here in a little bit, but also we're going to have uh, other coaches and players along the way as well. But it was really nice to uh, get Coach Dickinson. I saw the 25 years on the media sheet, and I'm like, we have to have Coach Dickinson for episode one. And, of course, uh, you know, you guys obviously have uh, had your tenures around uh, with Coach Dickinson and such, and, uh, you know, just great to see uh, a legend still doing what he loves uh, at the head at the head job yeah I think he is one of the most respected men around this league he's got a great great football IQ his players respect him and I know a lot of coaches around here respect him too even even when it comes down to competition so that was a great interview we had and I look forward to hearing that all right, so Ed, of course, uh, you know, as we are getting ready uh, to kind of put episode one together uh, here at Media Day, uh, you know, some, some final thoughts from you just uh, basis, on the basis of, I should say, uh, not only uh, the NTL social media, but uh, Circle W, and of course, uh, you know, uh, your excitement for this podcast Oh, as well. yeah, I mean, it's, it's just been, uh, it's been my busiest summer, you know, since I've started Circle W Sports, and I, I, I just can't wait, you know, I, I always say that the there's there's sports season and then there's non-sports season and you know like when you when you're coming off of a you know a nine-month sports season you're like oh you know good I I get a little bit of a break to you know kind of re-energize and recharge the batteries and catch your breath a little bit but then at the same time it's like you don't have something you know to cover you know that evening or that afternoon or you know there's really you know there there's nothing just to look forward to but then you know this time of year and specifically once we get into August here um, you know, in football, you know, we'll have two a days here coming up here in the next couple weeks. Uh, first game is October, August 23rd. I mean, you know, it's then it's you, know, you get that excitement built back up. You get, okay, you know, I got a Friday night football game or a Saturday afternoon football game for the next, you know, at least 10 weeks here. And, you know, just it just gives you just so much to look forward to each and every week. All right, Ed. Well, thanks for taking some time to join us and uh, best of luck to you as you continue on uh, your adventures with Circle W Sports. Joe, it's time now to uh, get into some coaching insights here at Northern Tier League Football Media Day as we get the opportunity now to sit down with head coach Tom Dickinson of the North Penn Mansfield Panthers. Coach, getting ready to enter your 25th season at the helm of the Panthers. What keeps you going for 25 years? Uh, you know, it's it's a passion that you have, football. Um, it's it's something that I've, you know, grown up with and, and played, and uh, it's uh, it was a challenge in the beginning, but every year, you know, when you get a good group of kids and they work hard, it, it that's the most important thing. So that's what's mostly kept me going. Coach, I thought that last year your Panthers squad was one of the most exciting teams I have seen from you in recent years. What are we going to expect from you guys this year? You had huge wins last year against Canton. You beat Wellsboro in the Morton F. Jones Trophy game. What can we expect from you guys this year? Uh, probably not that. Um, you know, that that was a group of 18 seniors. So that they, they had been in battle before, and, and I think that paid off um, playing in a tough early schedule. Um, we, we, you know, were in battles early, and, and I think that's what helped us in those games at the end. So um, this is, it's a, you know, always a new year, and um, 
the two guys I have with me are our two seniors, our, our two returning seniors on the team. We are going to be loaded with juniors. So um, it's, it's a lot of new faces, um, but they've been in the program and, uh, you know, and, and have experienced good success with the JVs and junior high. So, um, you know, they're used to what we do, but it's, it's you're going to see a lot of new faces. So uh, it doesn't help that we start with AAA defending champ Montorzo. But once we get by that, you know, uh, I don't know. It'll be a lot of it'll be some growing pains, but uh, they're excited, and so are we. Does it make it a lot easier knowing though that the kids that are coming up, the juniors, the sophomores, they've been in the same system, the JV team, the experience. I mean, that's got to help make the transition at least a little bit smoother. That guys know what to expect coming in. That that is the key. That's the important thing. You know that. Um, you know, even though Colton Litzelman's going to be a first-year starter, he's run this offense, you know, for two straight years on the JV level and backing up Brent. You know, um, it, nothing has changed. So it, it, he, he's been doing it for two years, and now it's his, his chance to, to shine. So um, it's that way with all our positions. Um, you know, it's, it's been the same offense and defense now for several years, and uh, it's just time for the next guys to step up. What games are you looking at on your schedule that you're – you're you're real ready for i know obviously wellsboro but yeah that's always the last one but it's you can't i don't the league i think is going to be intriguing this year they i'd probably say canton has the most talent back but uh, a lot of teams lost good players and a lot of teams have guys back it, it's i don't know who you're going to you know say is the the for the you know the, the front runner but um, we can't just look at that Wellsboro game. We got to prepare week in, week out. You know, like I said, Montours. We go Montoursville, Athens, Bloomsburg away or home away away, and uh, you know that that was a tough beginning for us last year. We'll see how it goes this year, and and we just got to take it one game at a time. And especially with a young group like this, uh, you know, you got to keep them focused. And whatever happens, you know, the week before, you got to put it behind you and and attack the next opponent. Coach, I want to revert back to, you know, the fact that you've just been the lead dog in the league now for so many years. I don't think anybody's evolved as well as you have over these last 20-plus years. You were a wing tee offense before. Now you are more of the spread offense. I mean, what's it been like to just see this league evolve during your tenure here at North Penn Mansfield? Uh, you know, it's it's that's the thing. I've been around a long time, so um, – you know, in the beginning, we were just a, a mishmash of offense, you know, I and, and just everything. And then we decided we needed to go with the package, and that was the wing tee. And it was successful for us, you know, for, for probably 10, 12 years. But then it came a time where, uh, you know, the age is caught up with you. And, and uh, we had some teams in the league, especially it was Athens, that um, we felt we matched up with them, but they would just put everybody in the box and, and handle our wing tee. And we had to change something. And so it was Coach Young that, you know, made me go that way. And uh, we, we looked at more of the spread. And, and there's there's bits of wing tee in there. But um, this has been really successful for us. Uh, I think you'll see a little more no huddle this year. Last year we did go back and huddle a little bit, but try and push the pace. And, and we like spreading the field and getting the ball in our athletes' hands. And, and uh, I think you're going to be surprised with some young athletes that you'll see this year from us. I guess, Coach, my last question is, last year I heard you really give a great monologue on what your thoughts are about this league. And I really want our audience here to hear that. You talked about how you feel about the NTL a little bit. Can you can you rectify some of that? I know you you just think this league is great, and a lot of the kids just uh, you know um, 
we had this this media last week down in Williamsport and and uh, Wellsboro and us were the two that come down and we get a little coverage from the Williamsport paper so that I'm sure that's why we were there but uh, they still I still don't think we get the just uh, you know that the, I don't think they give us the, the just that we deserve up here um, if you look back I mean the the playoffs even though we're all you know, Athens is the triple A and then we're mostly double and single A. The majority of the teams that were in the playoffs, it was at least half of the teams were NTL teams. I mean, and, um, you know, yeah, Athens beat us and, and bloomed the two non-league games, but then we got bloomed back in the playoffs. And if you look at, at our non-league teams that this the, the, the league plays here, we, we can stand our own. And, and that's battling each other week in, week out. Um, you, you can't underestimate any opponent in this league and you got to prepare and 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 everybody's do, doing their job and they're trying to get better and that, that's the important thing up here all right coach well thanks for joining us here on the ntl now podcast and we'll uh, wish you a good successful season and uh, we'll catch up with you down the road thank you very much and we'll continue with the northern tier league now podcast after this message from circle w sports Growing up in a small town. It's important to get your name out there if you want to play at the next level. Circle W Sports helped me get the exposure I needed. It's really been a one-stop shop for college coaches where they can go in there and they can find information about not only one player, but the rest of our team, guys that they might not be thought they were interested in before they went to the website. So Circle W has really done that. It links highlight films, contact information, and everything that the coach would need. Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. And now we get to transition gears and I'll welcome in Coach Jack Young here this afternoon. And Jack, busy season upcoming for you. I think this might be one of the younger groups you have for this Athens Wildcat squad coming up this year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're going to be very, very young. Uh, we have some linemen back. Uh, we have Damien Hudson back with some experience at the skill position offensively. Um, and other than that, we're not sure who's going to be who. I don't. This might be one time in 19 years that we don't know 100% who our quarterback situation is going to handle it, you know, who's going to handle that situation. Um, so it, it's been busy, and uh, we're just looking forward Monday getting after it. You said that you don't know what your quarterback situation is going to be. Last year I saw you guys run the ball a lot. Will we see more of that from you this coming season? Well, as long as I'm holding that whistle in my hand and that clipboard, we're going to run the ball. Um, you know, There'll never be an Athens team that doesn't have a fullback and quarterback go under center. Um, but it may dictate a little bit of what we do more of. Um, you know, if Damien needs to see a little time at quarterback, you know, he's not going to be under center. He's, he's, he's going to be back there five yards, and we're going to try to do some different things with him um, to try to make th things happen. Um, you know, we have another young athlete, Shane Reed. He may line up a quarterback a little bit. He may line up at tailback, wide receiver. And, and then we have a freshman in uh, Mason Lister who, uh, who's worked his tail off all summer, and, and he's going to line up at quarterback. But uh, Athens football is always going to run the ball. You know, that's, that's going to be one of our main goals all the time. And, uh, you know, Damien's proved himself that at times, you know, maybe not as much as a Zach Jane or somebody else, but he can line up in that eye formation and he can come right at you. He's a physical kid. He, he's hard as a rock physically, and uh, he's not afraid to throw his face in there. One of the things I think is going to be 
a big obstacle, I think, overall for all the coaches this year. And unfortunately, it's a circumstance that the league has to face is you're going to see a lot of jockeying. You heard it uh, in a lot of press conferences uh, at Media Day. You know, a lot of coaches are concerned, you know, with the jockeying of schedules and stuff. I mean, how do you control outside, uh, you know, distractions or something like that? You, you, you said it right there, Shane. You don't control it. So all we can do is control what we can do. We preach that to our kids. Let's control what we can control. And, and all that other outside stuff, you know, that goes on, we do with it. If a game gets changed five days before it's getting played, we got to adjust to that schedule. Um, we, we are playing a Thursday night game this year um, on uh, September 6th, I believe, is the date, a Thursday night against Y Losing. And, and there is a chance of some other games getting moved. Uh, mostly because of uh, a shortage of officials, um, but we'll handle those. And, and, you know, as coaches, we're responsible for that stuff. But with our kids, we just preach to them, all we can do is worry about what we can control, try to make our own breaks, and, and go from there. What game do you have circle on your calendar this season? Uh, week one, Hanover. It's a long bus ride. Uh, the kids will have a couple days of school under their belt. And, uh, you know, we only go one at a time. Uh, you know, our – our, our, our thing for a number of years now is just to go undefeated each week. You know, so, so right now, you know, we got three weeks starting on Monday to get ready for Hanover. Um, don't know a whole lot about them. We played them last year at home. They're going to be a different team this year. So that's the game we got circled. Our schedule is tough, just like everybody's. Um, but week one, Hanover. One of the things that I admire about Northern Tier League football is just watching the growth of players over the years. And it's so crazy to think that this year Damian Hudson is the senior after watching him kind of start uh, with, the, I believe, Kalen Keithley's senior year. So he was kind of coming along then, and now he's the one that has to be the senior leader. You emphasized it. You know, this is going to be a key thing for your team this year that seniors have to step up. How much do you see yourself uh, leaning on Damian? You know, you have to be the one that uh, can kind of be my leader in the huddle. A, a ton. You, you know, uh, when we got, we got Damian, uh, we have Dylan Comstock, who's our one senior lineman we have back, uh, along with Dan Hill, and then Colin Martin and, uh, you know, Barry Keene are, are, are our only seniors. Um, but but Damien's the kind of kid that, you know, he can change a game physically, and he's an emotional player, so he, he can also lead a team emotionally. So, so he has to control those emotions and, and, and use his leadership properly. Um, but Damien knows that he's a huge factor for us. And, and yet, you know, guys like Damien and Dylan and Colin, they know that in order for us to win one game this year, we're going to count on young kids. And, and, you know, whether they're a 17-, 18-year-old senior counting on a 14-year-old freshman to help them win a football game, that's the way life's going to be. So they got to do that. All right, well, thanks a lot, Coach, and uh, good luck to you this season, and uh, thanks for taking some time with us here on the podcast. Thank you guys very much. Joe, it's absolutely crazy to think uh, just, you know, we are so many days away from kickoff here, and, you know, we've already had the uh, good fortunes of talking with not only Coach Dickinson from North Penn Mansfield, you know, we just got the opportunity to talk with Coach Young as well, and, uh, you know, we, we just had the opportunity to have uh, two of the league's, you know, senior leaders, really, as far as coaching goes, uh, right here on the podcast. And, I mean, you won't get two more influential guys than those two uh, on the microphone. No, absolutely not. And that's the great thing about this league is that the coaches and the players are so passionate about what they do. And we heard a lot of that in the press conferences here, too. I, I think that there's a lot of mutual respect in this room right now. I'm, I'm looking around and just seeing all the coaches and players, and this is a great thing. And I think this podcast is really going to help showcase these players as well.
Well, let's keep the NTL podcast going here as we continue our NTL Football Media Day tour here at Shepherd Hills. And, well, we've interviewed some of the uh, senior leader coaches here. Now it's time to welcome in the new guy to the Northern Tier League this year. So, uh, Joe, we get the opportunity now to welcome in uh, first-year head coach Mike Schmidt from Kalineski Valley. Coach, welcome to the Northern Tier League. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. So, Coach, you know, you are entering a, a program that uh, obviously, you know, is looking for kind of a uh, culture rebrand, I guess you could say. <laughs> I mean, you obviously know the challenges in front of you. I mean, what's been your approach this offseason? Uh, for some reason, I don't know why this is, but this is my fourth stint as a head football coach, and I have always walked into situations like this. I, don't know, I guess I'm a glutton for punishment. I'm not sure. The last one was at Eagle Crest High School. We were in Colorado. It was a huge program just outside of Aurora. Uh, and our la- it took us eight years, but in our last year, we played for the state championship. We were 14-1, and one, lost in the state championship. And um, I didn't think I would coach ever again. So I thought I just kind of wanted to take a step back, spend more time with my family, get out of it. And I know I look so, so fresh and young, but I'm really not that young. And so um, I decided that, I don't know, I was just kind of sitting around. And so we got to CV. Uh, and I watched him play North Penn last year. And so I just noticed, like you talked about, uh, just a different culture that needed to happen. So my approach has been extremely simple. Uh, we're going to scrap everything we did before. And we're going to try to start learning about good processes. That I don't care about winning and losing. What I care about is whether or not you know what it takes to have success in a football program. And that means lifting weights, seven on seven, watching film, um, doing all the things you have to do, raising money just anything just trying to get organized and so that's been my approach is just processes I haven't even really talked much offense and defense just trying to teach them about hustle what that means and all that coach you're coming into uh Kalineski and I I've covered them now for about three years and and I mean we we know it's been a program that's struggled what what is the first thing that you changed when you walked in there I mean you've got a great group of kids in there I know a lot of them personally they they're good character what's one of the first things that you changed in that locker room I think the biggest thing that we're trying to change uh, automatically is just giving voice to the boys and giving voice to the right kids to allow them to just stand out for themselves and for their school and for their community um and I don't know necessarily how you do that all I know is that we're going to try to put them in positions to have success so um, the biggest change has just been, I know it sounds kind of crazy, but one of the simple things, and this is just me being an old guy, is we, I don't like kids saying yeah and no. Nah. So we started by just saying yes coach, no coach. If a kid doesn't tell me yes coach, no coach, well, you're going to do two push-ups. Um, we have kids, they got to, uh, you know, if I tell you to go from point A to point B and you don't hustle, I'm, I'm going to make you do two push-ups and do it all over again. So because any person, anybody in this world can hustle, you know. So it's those are the processes that we're doing. Just trying to, and it goes back to the process of just understanding. When we have a communication, I'm the coach, you're the player, and it doesn't mean that I'm better than you. It just simply means this is our situations. So just simple things like that, weight room stuff. Um, when we're here, we're, gonna hu- we're not going to stand around. We're going to get work done and get out. That's the other thing, too. It seems like they were kind of waiting for me to – to start things and it doesn't make sense it's like no I want to go home just like you do but we got things that we got to do one of the things I found really uh, interesting about your uh, media day uh, kind of introduction to the Northern Tier League was uh, you basically told all the other coaches hey 
everything you've seen about us, you can scrap. It's, it's a new day in Kalineski Valley. It's a fresh start. And I think that's, uh, that's kind of the approach you have to have, and that's got to really uh, resonate with the kids. And uh, what, what freshness are you looking to bring to Kalineski Valley uh, as far as, like, your offense and defensive philosophies? Well, that, that was actually like, because I understand as coaches, when you play the same teams, you always kind of go year to year. So it's, I, was honest, I was being honest with them that they're going to have to watch a little bit more film. Um, our offense is an up-tempo, fast-paced offense. Uh, we don't huddle ever. Um, we're probably never under center. We might do some of that this year. I'm not sure. It depends on what we got. But, uh, and we'll throw the ball around a little bit. Uh, we work at it a lot. Um, I don't have any special drills to make people better at throwing the ball and catching it. Um, we just do it a lot. So that's part of our process. So uh, that's part of it is up-tempo, all hand signals, everything's hand signals, Co- quarterbacks calling at the line of scrimmage. And we start working on that, and they love it. And they picked it up really quick. I was very proud of them. Defensively, you're looking at more of an aggressive style defense with zone behind it. Um, trying to force people to throw the ball. We're going to try to take away the run and force teams to throw it. Um, so all of those things. And then practice. Like we did some mini stuff, some mini practices, and just tried to give them a good schedule and teach them that every five minutes is a different period. And when I tell you to go somewhere, you got to hustle to it. The players have picked it up great. My coaches are terrible. They need to they – need, I don't know if i got to get them back in shape or what. So we got some work to do there. But overall, it's been a really good experience. And I, I think they're just ready for something that's different. And I, I do come with a little bit of, um, you know, some, some say-so. And I come, I come with a little bit of street cred from my successes in the back. And kids all – today they all Google you. If you do a Google search, my name pops up about all this stuff we did at the school I was at. So they're just excited. And hopefully we can build on that. And – but at the same time, I hope they don't think that all of a sudden we're just going to be some great team. It takes time. You've installed the, what sounds like a really um, potent offense. Uh, Seth Hyler's been under center there for three years. Is he going to be able to pick all this up? Do you have faith? We've done a lot of seven-on-sevens. We actually went down to Penn State and did that seven-on-seven uh, seven tournament down there against some unbelievable uh, talented kids, and he was great. There's some things that he's going to have to understand about windows, understand a cover three window versus a cover two window versus a man free window cover four where the throws are going to be the offense is not really that complicated um, it's mostly pre-snap reads and Seth is is really striking me as a student of the game and understanding that so I think he's going to get I think he's going to be great at it um, we will run the ball um, quite a bit uh, it'll be about a 50 50 but everything's hand signals so he doesn't necessarily have to do a lot at the line of scrimmage but he's just got to be prepared. But he seems great, and he's just a great kid. He's got a big-time arm. Um, if we can protect him, uh, I think people are going to see some things in him that they haven't really seen because I've been impressed with when he, can, when, he, when he cuts it loose, he can spin it. Coach, we'll get you out of here with this one. You know, you can talk about, you know, being up-tempo and, and fast-paced and no huddle and everything. That, of course, you know, comes with the kind of caveat that you, you're going to have the numbers. You're going to have the depth to do so. Uh, has it been kind of a challenge to go out and get numbers, or do you have, you know, kind of a good response coming this year? Do you, do you feel comfortable like you'll have the numbers to do that? Here's what I, here's what I learned a long time ago and why I went to this. Uh, the last school I was at, we weren't very big also. I can get kids in shape. I can. I, I, we can train them that way. Uh, we haven't had the turnout to weight rooms that I would like. I know it's, according to the other coaches, it's uh, five or 600% more kids than they used to have. 
So I don't have the answer to that um, as far as what adjustments we'll have to make. That's why they call us coach. You know, you got to figure out this is what I want to do, but can I do it? Um, but uh, I know I can get them in shape. I know I can make them hustle. Uh, it's actually kind of a catch-22 because I feel like if you can do those things and really make other teams hustle and run after you, if they're not practicing that way, then they're going to wear out sooner than we will. So it's, it is a, uh, it's a big gamble sometimes, but I feel like we're going to take some gambles this year. All right, well, uh, Coach, we'll look forward to uh, seeing the results of uh, the Kalineski Valley Indians this year. Joe, it's going to be uh, a new culture over there in CV. Yeah, I think it's going to be exciting for this league to see Kalineski Indian football back on the map. So I'm excited to see that. All right, so Coach Smith, uh, good luck to uh, you and the Indians this year. Thanks, guys. Y'all have a good one. All right, so Coach Smith, you know, you can just feel the energy coming out of him, and uh, it just seems like it's going to uh, be oozing, you know, in that locker room. And I love the fact that he's coming in and wanting to bring kind of a fresh beginning to that uh, locker room. He's got a winning pedigree, and I think it's exciting, too, for people around the area when they see a fresh culture being installed into a team, especially a team that, you know, hasn't had success over the last decade. All right, well, you know what? We've talked to a lot of the coaches here. I really want to get into the players here at the uh, media day. And, of course, uh, you know, with that, uh, we're going to bring in uh, Troy senior lineman Jack Imp because Jack is definitely going to be one of those uh, mainstays uh, on the uh, offensive and defensive lines this year for the Troy Trojans. So uh, we'll have uh, Jack with us here in just a little bit. But you know what? It's just awesome watching uh, you know all the teams come together today and uh, you know what I love about the Northern Tier League is you know I think every coach kind of feels like we are getting to a, a bigger stage we're getting to a a bigger aura uh, with this league you know that uh, we're starting to really put ourselves on the map yeah I, I think that's been one of the the main goals of this league the last few years I mean like coach Dickinson said he felt like we were a little disrespected but a lot's changed, you know, and Tielna has their, own, has their own media day. A lot of these coaches, there's such a good camaraderie amongst them. We, we now have an NTL podcast. You're seeing more and more each week in all the region's newspapers about NTL football and NTL sports. I, I think that the days of the NTL being a minute thing on the map are over. That's very true. I mean, you think about it, okay? I, I said in the recap earlier, you know, this league had eight teams, eight qualify for the district four playoffs we actually had montgomery uh, they were in the eastern conference so you figure that's a, a good percentage of our northern tier league that were in some sort of postseason competition and the other thing too about northern tier football is you're starting to see more and more of these players play at the collegiate level as well so we are producing good quality players for moving on to the next level and that's important Definitely is. And, of course, uh, as we continue on here with the Northern Tier League podcast, it uh, gives us a great opportunity now to actually uh, welcome in one of the uh, more premier seniors, I think, this year in the Northern Tier League, and that being uh, lineman Jack Impt uh, representing the Troy Trojans. And, uh, Jack, man, you are a senior now. It seems like just yesterday <laughs> you were a freshman for this Trojan squad. Uh, what, what's this last four years been like for you, knowing that you know, you've put on all that hard work for this senior year yeah I mean I'm really looking forward to this year I really believe in um, our coaching staff and what we've been able to do over the last four years obviously we've been growing and um, last year I feel like was really a step in the right direction and we return a lot this year you know we lose a lot of key points too but I feel like we have enough young kids that we're gonna be able to grow around that and I'm really looking forward to my senior year I know last year you guys started off a little slow but then you railed off win after win after win what 
what are you going to be able to carry over that momentum into this this year? I mean, I know Coach Jimmy Smith said a lot about that, that he's confident in you guys to do that. that I mean, that's really my main focal point with the team right now. Um, trying to be a leader is to carry over that success because we need to go into this season with that momentum so that we can – you know, not start slow because I feel like a lot of our season this year is going to depend on our first couple games. And if we can really get through that with a lot of momentum and come out on the upside of that, I feel like then we're going to be really well off. Jack, you're definitely going to be one of those pivotal senior leaders this year for Coach Smith and the Trojans, uh, mainly because a lot of what Troy does is built off of their ability to control the line of scrimmage. And uh, you're going to be one of those uh, not only linemen that, you know, offensively defenses know they have to watch where you are, but also defensively, are you going to be inside? Are you going to be outside? I mean, how do you make sure that uh, you're ready to go every week? Well, I mean, it's a lot of preparation in the off season. I feel like uh, football seasons are won and lost in the off season, and I really prepare a lot. I mean, that's my main thing is my I, my wins have always been in the off season, and I really like to think that that helps carry over into the regular season. So, um, being ready week in and week out is just a matter of staying in shape and staying around your team and staying committed. And I feel like we do a really good job of that here with the program that we've built and. I feel like I myself try to take that upon myself to be the best that I can be in that regard. Tell us a little bit about uh, what we're going to see from that Troy defense this year. Well, our defense especially is something that uh, lost a couple key points last year. Obviously, Billy Kohick was our one of our all-time leading tacklers, so he's going to be a really big shoes to fill, and Tyler Williams obviously too. He made a lot of really good plays defensively, but I feel like we have a lot of younger kids who are really going to impress people. A lot of people don't know their names yet, but I feel like they will, and Obviously, I'm excited about our defensive line because I feel like there's a lot of things we could do there that could be really special. Jack, what I love about you as a player is, you know, most players, you know, they can talk the talk. But you lead by example as well, whether it's on the field and, and mainly in the weight room as well. I mean, there's been, you know, a lot of times where, you know, you're, you're not afraid to, you know, post a video of you, you know, yeah benching or you know even squatting whatever you know I mean you've done a lot uh, not only on the field but off the field to lead this team and uh, you know that that really takes a lot of character I believe to, to accept that onus and you've done a great job at yeah it. well I mean teams need leaders and team need teams need leaders everywhere weight room on the field off the field in the classroom and I strive to be the best that I can be in all those regards and really show this younger group of kids who could have a lot of potential in the future really what football is about you know it's not only about what you do on Friday nights or Saturdays it's what you do in um, January February March April May so on it that wins football games all right well Jack I want to get you out on this because I think another great category or a great uh, just kind of character trait about you that not a lot of people know is Troy football is kind of a family affair with you, man. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you've got your younger brother who's coming up through the ranks, but, I mean, your dad's been with you every step of the way as well. I mean, how much has that aspect of football meant to you here in your high school career at Troy? That's been really huge. I mean, uh, not only my dad is a huge part, but also my mother, and, you know, she runs our touchdown club, and my father has been coaching and really helping develop the weight room culture. So it's really great to have a family that cares so much about the success of a program and – I feel like that really even carries over to the rest of our team too because, you know, what's successful for one person is successful for everyone. So 
I feel like that's huge. All right, well, Jack, we uh, definitely want to take some time and uh, wish you a great senior season. Best of luck to uh, you and the Trojans. And I know there's uh, a quarterback lingering around here at Media Day who's uh, definitely <laughs> going to be happy that uh, you have a healthy season because oh, yeah. if you're healthy, that means he's probably upright. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's our goal, keep him upright. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's Jack Impt from the Troy Trojans. And, uh, man, it's just great to get a player perspective, you know, just to uh, kind of reach out to one of those uh, big seniors here in the NTL. And, uh, man, Jack, just one of the best outspoken seniors you'll find. Yeah, great kid. I, I look for, for great things from this team. And, and I know that uh, Coach Imp said that they downsized their playbook this year from four plays to three. But I, I still would be scared to line up across from that offense this year. I think they're, they're going to be tough. They definitely will be uh, one of the bigger lines in the league, that is for sure. So we continue on here with uh, our Media Day uh, NTL Now podcast here. And, of course, this is episode one, and uh, we are with you at Shepherd Hills Country Club here in Waverly. And, of course, uh, we want to thank Jim Friend and uh, his group for uh, doing a lot of great things here for us at Media Day, uh, not only providing the facility but also uh, giving us an opportunity to really bring all the teams together. Yeah, no, it's been great. I I, I love this event. I, I, said, I said it before we went on that this this event really just kicks off my season for me, and I, I look forward to it every year. And for our next player interview, we're going to try and get Wyloosing Shane Fury to join us here on the Northern Tier League Now podcast. And look at that. Just as I say that uh, we're going to try and get Shane Fury here on the podcast, he walks right over here to the table. So that was a pretty good transition for us here on the podcast. That's great service, man. Fast and efficient well you know what if you've seen Shane play on the field you know that's pretty much uh, how he likes to go and uh, Shane first off uh, welcome to the podcast my friend hey thanks for having me all right Shane this obviously is your senior year uh, third year uh, in this Rams program uh, second year under coach Buckman uh, how much has uh, your time at Wyalusing uh, meant to you and uh, how much have you really put into this football program I mean, it's meant the world to me. I mean, it's been – it's obviously my whole life, uh, football and all everything I do there. Um, I'm always busy doing stuff and whatnot. Uh, football has just been a huge part of who I am at this point in my life, I guess. I've played since I was six or seven. I've been playing – this will be my 12th year, uh, right around my 12th year, I think. Yeah, my 12th year. And, um, you know, I've just – hours and hours and hours and hours and hours – and, uh, you know, I feel like I've come a long way with it. And uh, it's going to be – I'm ready for my last hurrah, I guess. I'm ready for my senior year. And I give it everything we got and see what we have this year, I guess. What can we expect from the Wyalusing Rams this year? I know last year was kind of a tough year. You go 1-9. and nine. You have a little bit of crazy turnover with the coach situation situation right before season started. What, what can we expect from you guys this year? Well, I think one of the biggest things going into this year is the coach, as you mentioned. Um, we have – it's set in stone already. We've known for months it's going to be Bookman. So it's easier to have to work throughout the summer rather than just start two weeks before two days start. So uh, the smooth transition will be nice. Um, I think we're going to be I think we're going to be a team to watch this year. I mean, we're, we have you know a coach under our belt. We've been practicing hard. Um, we've been showing a lot of potential at seven on sevens. Now that we have the time, we can put stuff in. We can build momentum. And I think we'll be ready to go this year. I think it's going to be an interesting year. You're not going to see the one and nine that you saw last year. That's not going to happen. Um, it's going to be, you know, providing everyone stays healthy. It's going to be a good year for us, in my opinion. And I'm excited to see what happens. 
you got a taste of success really young as a sophomore quarterback when you came in, and you were a, a big reason why the Wyalusing Rams won that district title two years ago. And now, you know, it, it's your senior year. Uh, have you been kind of bringing some of that moxie into the locker room and saying, guys, I've been there once. I know what it takes to get there. We've got to work to get back to that level. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's nothing better than high school district championships like that, like that District 4 game. I remember it like it was yesterday. Like, you know, I can relive all the moments, and I still see the guys around town and whatnot. And, uh, you know, it just it was a huge bond everyone had there. It was great. And we're trying to bring that back. I mean, obviously we don't want the program to be what it was like last year. The 1-9 and nine is just inexcusable, and we're not letting that happen again. So we're going to get back to our uh, – we're going to get back to our ways as we were that year. I mean, we have we had the moxie, we had, you know, the players, and, I mean, you can have whatever you want off the field, but it's got to translate into Friday night, and I think that's what we're going to work on, and I think we're going to be good with that this year. So, Shane, as we look forward to the Why Losing Rams season, you know, you can talk about, hey, you know, well, this is what we want to do, but, you know, you, you still have to go out. You still have to execute. You still have to make sure people are in the right places. Are, are you putting a little added pressure on yourself this year knowing, hey, you know what, I'm the senior leader, I'm the senior captain, I have to make this happen? Yeah, I mean, like I said, uh, if, you, if football was just decided on paper, it would be a whole different thing. You know, you can look at X's and O's all you want. But it's a matter of what happens on Friday night. I mean, it's so unpredictable. Anything can happen. You can know, you can be going fine, and the next play you're down with an ankle injury like I had last year. So I mean, it changes fast, and you know, you just got to be ready for anything that comes your way. You got to be able to adapt, and you got to be ready for anything. I mean, that's how high school football is, and uh, you just got to be able to play through anything. And I think that's we're gonna, we're going to be good this year with that. All right, well, uh, good luck to you and the Rams this year, and uh, we'll look forward to the bounce-back season. And, uh, you know, as you hear quarterback Shane Fury say, you know, he's ready to take this team to the next level. You know, 1-9, and nine, just not uh, good for the Ram program, and you love to see that out of a senior leader. You know, there's that kind of bad taste in his mouth, and he's ready to elevate his team to another level. It makes me want to go out to Y Losing every Friday night this season and watch them play. Like, I can just feel the passion in his voice that – that program's going to turn the corner this year. It's going to be a great time uh, to be for the Rams, that's for sure. Well, things have quieted down here at Northern Tier League Media Day as folks are uh, starting to kind of leave the hall here today. But, uh, Joe, for Episode 1, man, NTL Media Day was definitely the perfect spot to choose to uh, start us off here for the Northern Tier League Now podcast. Yeah, I mean, we got great, great stuff from the kids that we talked to. I mean, I just... This is probably the most I've talked to the players in one day, and it's just great to see the character that these kids have, and the, and they're really smart. They've, these kids have great football IQs, and, I mean, that just goes to show you how awesome this Northern Tier League is. So as we get ready for the Northern Tier League season, you know, teams now switch gears, and they get ready for heat acclimation, and uh, now it's basically just the onus on the coaches. Hey, you know, we've got to get our guys in, we've got to keep them healthy, and most importantly, we've got to figure out, you know, what roles these guys are going to fill. Yeah, I mean, you're really going to start to see the the teams take shape right now. Um, camp is critical. Uh, yeah, and, it, and really right now it's just making sure kids don't cramp up, keeping them healthy through camp so you can get to week one and compete. 
All right, so that will do it for episode one of the Northern Tier League Now podcast. And, of course, uh, we want to thank all of the football coaches and, of course, all the players uh, who were here today to represent, of course, all the media as well that we had an opportunity with. Hey, also, you know, uh, we want to talk, uh, or rather not talk, but uh, say thank you to uh, Jim Friend and, of course, uh, the guys uh, and the folks here at Shepherd Hills for a great time and uh, for being able to uh, host this NTL media event. Yeah, no, this is a great venue. This is a great event. I'm super happy. I think we're in our fourth year. I just, this is a great thing to be at. All right, well, that will do it now for episode one of the Northern Tier League Now Sports Podcast. Uh, again, want to thank our good friends uh, from Circle W Sports, uh, Ed Weaver and company, and, of course, uh, the guys at Wellsboro Homepage as well uh, for a lot of the assistance that uh, they've done uh, for production-wise uh, for this podcast as well. And, of course, remember, hey, uh, you can follow us on Facebook now. We are on Facebook, NTL Now. And, of course, uh, on Twitter as well, uh, at Northern Tier League now as well. So, actually, it's at NTL now. Yes. So, make sure you go ahead and uh, follow us on Twitter, too. But, uh, Joe, I am ready to go for this season. I can tell. I am, too. And um, talking, speaking about social media, if you guys have any questions, comments, things you want us to talk about, hit us up on Facebook. We'll get back to you, and we'll, we'll talk about it. All right, sounds good. He is Joe Carrion. I'm Shane Wilbur. Folks, thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week, Episode 2 of the Northern Tier League Now podcast. And, again, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week right here on NTL Now. Thanks for listening to NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. Keep following the Northern Tier League on Facebook and Twitter for more updates on the Northern Tier League. Audio from the NTL Now podcast may not be used without prior consent. Join us next week for more NTL Now, brought to you by Circle W Sports.